Why, hello there. You are listening to the Aesthetic Vibes podcast and I'm your host, Amy. This is the podcast where we only put out aesthetic vibes. There are too many bad vibes in the universe, so this podcast is dedicated to turning that around and spreading all the positivity. This podcast will focus on all types of relevant and irrelevant topics. Sometimes we dive into the deep and meaningful, and other times they're completely meaningless. But one thing's for sure, you will walk away with a really aesthetic vibe. And I hope I can empower you to build a really aesthetic life. Welcome to today's podcast, where I'm going to dive into some of the things I'd really like to tell a younger me. Should I have that chance? Uh, And then we'll conclude with some of my thoughts on um, the zombie apocalypse and my plans for survival. Okay, let's go. first thing I would love to tell a younger me is be patient. (laughs) Everything happens at the right time. Stop trying to rush everything and not experience what is going on right now in front of you. Stop trying to always achieve and push yourself to the limits. You're failing to reflect on where you are now and how hard you've worked to be in this position. So you need to stop. You need to enjoy where you are at. Embrace that experience. Do everything possible in that position. Then move forward. I'd also tell a younger self to be positive. When I was a lot younger, I think I was quite negative And I was definitely impacted by those around me. Um, so I might have been around people who had negativity or were negative, And I would almost absorb that negativity unknowingly and it wasn't until I then looked at my mindset and I realized how negative I was so um, the thing that I'd like to say to myself is you don't have to be negative because other people are negative it's not cool Um, don't feed into it disengage and find the right people to be around Another thing I'd like to tell a younger me is you don't always need to have an opinion. (laughs) So sometimes it's completely fine to not care. When I was a lot younger, starting out in my first kind of real job, if you like, so I actually had two female managers say the same thing to me. Um, And that is, it, it all came off the basis of the fact that a female in a corporate environment is a tough role and you should always have an opinion and speak up. I was also told by one of, one of these same managers, uh, even if you have nothing to say or what you have to say doesn't sound great or it's stupid, you need to speak and say something in every single meeting. Uh, this is bad advice. <laughs> um, good advice is speak when you have an opinion and listen when you don't. 
um, but you should be actively listening at all times regardless. It's not always necessary to have an opinion on everything. It's truly okay not to care about some stuff. You don't always have to be standing on that soapbox or simply speaking for the sake of hearing your own voice. And that was really the message that was delivered to me. I was told, speak, love your own voice. I was, (laughs) here I am sitting with a microphone. Yes, you do the maths. Um, The real point is, for me as a younger individual, speak when things matter. Don't just speak for the sake of speaking. The next thing I'd like to tell a younger me is to calm down and speak slower. So I talk fast, real fast. That when I was younger, I would talk even faster. I get really, really excited, (laughs) potentially about a topic or a subject, and then I speak really fast. It's okay to be excited, uh, but people might not understand what you're saying if you don't slow down. Speaking at a highly rapid rate can also be seen as a sign of immaturity. To gain the respect you're after, you need to stop, slow down, and communicate effectively. Another honourable mention for me here is the, the head tilt and the nod. I used to tilt my head when I was listening to signal that I was listening, and then once I'd received the message, I would nod. The younger me needs to stop doing that immediately. Keep your head straight and nod when needed. Don't tilt your head like a puppy (laughs) because, again, it can show a sign of immaturity. The next message is you will accomplish amazing things. In time, you will do some amazing things. Allow yourself to work at these things in time. Pause and enjoy what you're doing and the goals you're kicking. You don't always need a life plan that plots your every move and desire. It's not necessary. You're going to do a lot. You're going to work hard. You'll accomplish great things. But you don't always have to have the next thing planned. Your next goal, your next degree, your next, your next, your next, your next. It's okay to pause and to be proud of what you've done. The next message would be, keep being humble. One thing I really pride myself on is being humble. (laughs) Hold. (laughs) Maybe that's a complete contradiction, that statement. (laughs) Probably is. Anyway, point is, do great things, but always remain humble. You've done this well over the years. Just maintain that mindset because it's important to be proud, but no one likes a bragger. Plus, it's really awkward. (laughs) Your accomplishments come purely from hard work. Nothing more, nothing less. Your work ethic is the one thing that you can brag about in the appropriate time and place. The next message that I would love to deliver to my younger self is learn to say sorry. It's okay to make mistakes. It's okay if things don't work out. But learn to say sorry to the ones that matter. It's not worth going to bed angry or being a miserable human being. If someone is really worth it, then say sorry, move on. If they aren't worth it, learn to speak your mind, step away and move on. Life is too short to care about anything else. Next, get rid of non-value-add relationships. If they aren't happy to see you succeed, remove them. 
Don't just keep people around for the sake of keeping people around. If people don't add value or suck, you drive your energy. Bye. Toodaloo. See you later. Curate your friends. It's better to have one or two great friends than a big group of average or below average friends. Your friends need to love seeing you succeed because you will. They need to cheer you on and be proud of you. Sometimes they even need to cheer louder than you because you do forget about the things that you're doing and the goals that you're kicking and you do downplay them an awful lot. You need people around you who have your back and are cheering. Next, delete people from your life who stress you out or make you feel bad about yourself. If someone makes you feel stressed or bad about yourself, that isn't a true person to keep in your life. The people in your life should make you feel happy. Don't waste your time on people who make you feel stressed just by seeing their name pop up on your phone. Or people who lie. Oh, these people are the worst. If you see someone talking only about themselves over and over, chances are they probably don't have your best interests at heart. Delete. 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 Continue to make friends because the people you thought where your best friends aren't. Make an ongoing effort to connect with people. At times, it might feel like you've found your people, but to be honest, there are a lot of people who are no longer in your life. And this is a good thing, because you'll only have the best people surrounding you as you get older. Don't allow people with negative attitudes to impact you. Remain positive. The universe pays attention to the energy we put out. And it returns that energy to you. So if you're constantly in a negative mindset or surrounded by negative people, you too become negative and put out that vibe into the universe. Focus on the things that make you happy and put out as much positivity as you can. Use the sick and annual leave. For God's sake, use it. You need to use the sick and annual leave. If you don't feel well, use the sick leave. Don't feel guilty about it. It's your entitlement. And if you aren't feeling great, take the day off. I have failed uh, in <laughs> over many, many years to use my sick leave. I showed up at the office with a ruptured appendix. Um, I got whisked away into emergency surgery and nearly died <laughs> because I, I just didn't want to take the sick leave. I needed to be there. I had things to do. My God, when I look back, I think you crazy, crazy human. Use your annual leave. It's not cool to have a huge pile of annual leave and to be too busy at work to take leave. Get a grip, girl. The organization is not going to combust because you took a few days off. For the love of God, the younger me, use the sick, use the annual leave. Okay, younger me, Say no. Do it. (laughs) Say no. (laughs) If you don't want to do something, then don't. You don't always need to say yes. That goes for work and for personal. If someone asks you to do something and you honestly do not feel like doing it, you don't have to. If something goes against your morals, You need to speak up and be heard. It is more than okay to say no. You don't have to go to that event. You don't have to go to the thing. Say no. 
you can work hard, but you need balance and to ensure that you're playing hard. Working hard is wonderful and fulfilling, but you also need time to play hard or just to downright relax. Working all the time is going to burn you out. You will feel mentally and physically exhausted. Your mental health will suffer and you won't be able to do the smallest of things like going and seeing family and friends. Remove anything toxic. If you suspect it's toxic, it probably is. You don't have to be perfect all the time. Sometimes good enough is enough. Everything doesn't always need to be perfect. Sometimes it's okay to present as good. I think back to agonizing over work and really fine details like, um, you know, is the formatting 100% perfectly in the grid lines in PowerPoint? Are all my headings on the exact same grid line? Is my work 100% perfect? Um, I remember spending hours on the most ridiculous things and I recall a manager asking me, would anyone else notice this stuff that you're actually doing or just you? Good question probably only me. (laughs) So when I think about perfection, I also think of other things that I used to do, like um, having to have my makeup done perfectly each day or my hair being done um, as I deemed it perfect. The right clothes, the right hair, the right shoes, so on. It's okay not to look perfect 24-7. It's okay to go out and not wear makeup. I recall going to the shops to get groceries fully made up every time I went. I've shifted that thinking now and I do what I feel and how I feel. It's totally fine to not be perfect. Okay, it's time to stop and enjoy life. You need to stop. Just stop. Do some fun things. Go eat that bag of chips. Drink that wine. Watch that show. Play that game. Go shopping. Go get a nice coffee. Take the time to actually do things for yourself. So I found recently exercise is becoming a huge part, um, contributing actively to really good mental health for me and mindset. Uh, We recently purchased a puppy and I've been spending a few hours a day training and walking him. So getting out into the sun or continual rain, because it seems like every time we step out the house we get rained on. Um, Here in Sydney, it's been insanely rainy and stormy, um, but it's really great to get out for the mind and the body. Work out what you love doing. Take the time to consider, does this make me happy? Do passion projects. Work out the other things that make you happy and spend more time doing those. And finally, don't take things so seriously. I was always told that females in the workplace are usually overlooked for promotions because they're either too emotional or they can't manage their own emotions or their reactions to emotions. So I always put on this front, if you like, um, that was very serious in the workplace, eliminating any emotion, almost robot-like. I rarely smiled. Uh, I pretty much didn't laugh (laughs) Um, and I didn't make too many jokes for fear that people would think that I'm immature. So I always presented really as cold, hard and focused. Um, Not everything has to be so serious. Time and place, yes. Um, But if you're serious all the time, you're probably not having that much fun. Lighten up. 
it's okay to lighten up. It's okay to smile and it's okay to laugh. Don't take things so seriously. I think the major takeaway for me is really being my authentic self, realizing what makes me happy, eliminating anything that's negative and really focusing on curating that life and really putting out those aesthetic vibes. As with every podcast, we finish the episode on a lighter note. So today, I'm going to share my survival strategy should we ever have a zombie apocalypse. So, you guys know by now, I love scary stuff. I also really love zombie-related stuff. So this is a topic that I've probably given too much thought to. It's happened. We're all the living dead, and there's a few of us that have survived. So where do I start? Safety. When we purchased our house going back maybe eight or nine years ago now, the previous owners had installed um, bars, kind of like grates, on all of the downstairs windows. Sounds sketchy. It actually looks completely fine. But they're um, like bars, if you like, that are the same color as the house. Um, We saw them. We left them on because, A, they're quite expensive to put in, B, they'd be expensive to put out. C, they didn't really detract or, or make the house look weird. Um, so we kind of just left them. They're pretty strong as well. So the dog often jumps on the back um, door and they're, they're pretty strong. They don't seem to make too much noise. So I feel like that's the beginning of preventing any unnecessary visitors um, first thing my husband would do, so his first task is to go to the local Bunnings warehouse, so the hardware store, for those that aren't in Australia, um, it's a couple of streets away. So his job would be to get all the necessary materials. Um, we would also be boarding up the windows for extra protection. He would also buy all of the necessary supplies and tools to prolong safety. So thinking of things like axes, hammers, Uh, wood, rope, nails, a high-pressure gurney, because I feel like that would make a really good weapon. You might be able to just kind of hose the zombies away. (laughs) Uh, We'd need sheet metal, nail guns. So basically just a clean out of the local hardware store. Okay, my first action is heading to the local Coles, which is our local supermarket. Again, this is only a couple of streets away. So I would be grabbing as many bulk items as possible. And look, to be fair, we kind of did this when COVID hit. Um, I think we got the nationwide news report and then everybody went to the local supermarket and there was nothing on the shelves, literally nothing. We do have some random bulk items still left. Like I know we've got like a 10 kilo bag of rice somewhere. Um, So that would be handy, but I would need to go get more and as much as possible. So I'd fill my car up. One thing to note is we're not going to be growing plants. So there's no garden of any description. Um, I'm useless at growing plants. I kill them within about a day. So we're not doing that. We'll we'll have to sort shit out once we get there, but we're not building a garden. While I'm at the local supermarket, my next stop is the local pharmacy. 
I'm assuming the pharmacy will be locked. So I'm going to need to break into the pharmacy. And my job will be to take the good drugs. <laughs> so <laughs> painkillers, um, antibiotics, penicillin, um, what else? bandages, band-aids, antiseptic, all that type of really good stuff. And um, I'm going to have tools on me to break through. So the, the actual pharmacy has plastic doors. So I think I'd be able to get through those quite easily. Clean it out and then off we go. And I should know, we're not waiting to confirm everyone's dead. The moment we get the notification that people are dying and there have been spotted weird humans doing weird things, zombie apocalypse. We're on this shit. We're not waiting. We're getting on it. We're sorting this out now. Okay, allies. This is super important. <laughs> We've gone through each of our friends and determined who we're inviting over. Sorry, guys. Not everyone made the cut. We picked the friends with the best skills to join our crew. We're calling it a crew. Um, we've also, based on those skills, tasked each of our friends with some basic things that they need to get on the way to our house. So we'll give you a list. When I say that my husband and I have legitimately gone through each of our friends and determined who has useful skills to assist in our survival, to determine who's coming to our house to live and survive... We physically have. We've gone through each and every individual. Um, so what I might need to do is send out like a group text or a group email um, before the mobile service providers go offline. So everyone will know who's in, who's out, and then on it. Get, get over here, get your supplies, and let's get going. Okay, pets. We've got a cat and a dog. So we decided very early on the cat would not be eaten no matter what. No matter how bad we need food, the cat will not be eaten. We recently, so I had to ask my husband the other day, but what are we going to do with the puppy? <laughs> my husband's words were, oh, well, we can't eat him. He'd be super gamey. <laughs> we joke, but we won't, I don't think we'll be eating the dog. I don't think he'd be that tasty. Um, but he's going to need to learn some skills because he's a French hunting dog. And at the moment, he's a shit hunter. So he's going to need to learn how to hunt. And he's going to have to hunt chickens for us or birds that like big birds, like bin chickens. No, <laughs> I don't think I'd ever eat a bin chicken. <laughs> prefer to die than eat that feral thing. Um, so currently, the puppy's useless. So, um, and he eats a lot. So we're going to need to train him and he's going to have to learn some skills. And the problem is he's too friendly. So he's likely to go and say hi to a zombie and then turn into breakfast for them. So we've really got a lot of work to do with the dog. Well, <laughs> that's a wrap. Uh, I really hope you enjoyed today's podcast, which was a little bit of a message to a younger me, many messages to a younger me. These are the things that I would have loved to have known as a younger human. Uh, and then we ended just with a bit of silliness around my plans for the zombie apocalypse. Join me next week 
when I look into the spooky, so we're going back to the the spooky, and I have some terrifying stories, true stories to share with you. Uh, some a little spooky, some a little scary, some creepy, um, but all super fascinating and all true. I'll also close out the next podcast with a list of random things that are completely normal that I find super embarrassing for no real reason. In the meantime, let's hang out on social media. Hit me up at Aesthetic Vibes Pod or drop me an email at aestheticvibespodcast at outlook.com. Until next time, bye!